0: Hello. Hey. Uh, I'm Thomas. Hey, I'm Gito. And you're listening to I Think Therefore at Google, a philosophy podcast where every episode Gito and I research a different topic and see what we've found or learned um, in our quest for further knowledge and wisdom. Um, this episode, we've gone along for simulation theory. Um I think it was initially me who suggested it. Uh, multiple reasons, I'd say. Um, I just feel like the simulation theory is basically the theory that we could all be living in a simulation. And while that's not what I believe, I feel like there's been a lot of things recently that made me start thinking that, like maybe such a simulation could at least be possible. Um, and you I mean things,
1: part... things happening to you, <laughs> or just like things you've seen. Well, you, know, I just,
0: you know, I, I just look at my girlfriend and I tell her, I'm like, you're not real. You're just a projection. of. No, I'm kidding. Um, Like <laughs> cut science. It. We'll cut it in post. No, yeah, like c- cutting-edge stuff. Like uh, like between AI, uh, VR, just how – th- I think there's a combination of two videos I saw earlier in the year. First of all, there's a gameplay video for a video game called Unrecord. Um, it's a trailer for an upcoming video game where there's – We've, the the graphics just looked so scarily fo- photorealistic that make me think like I'm like we're like we're like getting there, man. You know what I mean? Like it's it's not that far. Um, and then the other one was a video you sent me. This was a while ago, so probably technology has gotten further along. Of uh, I don't know if you remember when you sent that video of a uh, it was a guy who's programming his own game, but then used. T- Plugged ChatGPT into the game and used it to make those NPCs, like non-playable characters in the game, to be able to talk with them. Yeah, yeah. so so they didn't
1: just have, like, rote lines to say. They they could actually just speak to you normally.
0: Yeah, it's not just like, hmm, hello, villager. How can I help you today? It's like you would ask them, like, you know, what is this or... How do you feel about that? And, like, have a conversation. I'm like, if you start putting those together, throw in some VR, throw in some, like, artificial intelligence and machine learning stuff, I'm like, we're cooking. I could see it <laughs> we're happening. We're cooking. It's... I don't know. That was what motivated me.
1: Let's get this turkey cooking. Yeah, well, it's uh, it's it's top of mind, too, right, for, for a lot of people right now with ChatGPT coming out and just all the tech stuff getting crazier. Um in my research though, it's definitely I, I kind of went down the rabbit hole of I didn't know how recent the like actual simulation hypothesis was. There's like a hypothesis from a, a famous scientist that's more recent. But definitely before that, like there's been historical ideas in science fiction or even older of people thinking that reality isn't real or there's someone manipulating what's behind the curtain so i'm not sure how far you kind of went with that stuff
0: um yeah i mean i was looking into the kind of origins of just like um what earlier philosophers thought you know um could like describe kind of how reality might not actually be reality um you know our our boy plato in the classic plato's cave with the uh Shadows on the wall that maybe we don't, you know, we don't know the extent of what, how real or unreal the world is. Um, I think one that I'd not heard of before that came up was uh, the Chinese. I want to take it uh, philosopher Zhuangzi um, was basically postulating about how do we know whether or not life's a dream or not. Um, he's thinking about if he can have a dream that he was a butterfly, what's not to say that he's just a butterfly dreaming of being a man? Yeah, just... <laughs>
1: famous. Because it comes up a lot in talks about <laughs> consciousness or, or in Buddhism, <clears throat> where he's, he's like, I dreamt I was a butterfly and then I woke up and then I didn't know if I was me who dreamt I was a butterfly or a butterfly that's dreaming that I'm me. <laughs> like, I just woke up with a really strong urge to
0: cocoon myself in my blankets. <laughs> I want what's, to drink nectar. Um, I mean, have you ever had a dream about, like, uh, being a different animal or something? <laughs> or?
1: Like, I've had some weird dreams, but I don't think I've had dreams about being an animal. I also don't think I've ever woken up and been like, that dream was more real. But then while I've been in the dream, I'm sure I've always been like, this is, this is real. This is yeah. the reality.
0: I mean, I've woken up from dreams that have been, like, particularly vivid. But when you wake up, you're like, oh, thank God, it was just a dream. You know what I mean? But, like...
1: Maybe you were a butterfly, you're still dreaming.
0: Maybe I am a butterfly. I don't even know what sound a butterfly makes. Um, She's trying. (laughs) That's me sipping on some nectar. That's
1: that's like a a murderous serial killer butterfly. (laughs) Descartes. Descartes was another guy who sort of spoke about, um, this idea of some kind of demon. He said, "What if, what if, you know, the air, the earth, the sky, everything is just delusions or dreams, devised to ensnare me and my judgment." Um, so he had this idea of like, "What if everything's fake? What if I'm in some fake world created by a demon?"
0: Isn't that where the namesake of our show comes from? If I'm not mistaken,
1: <laughs> I believe so. I believe. That Did that we that ever talk he... about him? We've never How have we not about, done an episode on him?
0: Uh, I guess we should. Yeah. Uh, uh, I guess we'll just touch by, you know. Basically, right. I think he came to the conclusion that I'm not sure whether or not, you know, everything in my life, whether or not the world, whether or not this table, whether or not my friends are all real. The only thing I'm sure about is I think, therefore I am. So,
1: Well, and I, I mean, maybe I was saving that for the end of the episode, but isn't that, even if we are in a big simulation being run on computers by some super futuristic humans, but we do have consciousness. Then isn't that real enough? Even if it's consciousness in a simulation, isn't that all that matters?
0: I mean, if it feels real, then I guess you could treat it to be real.
1: I I, I never even clued in. I forgot that. I think therefore, yeah. I mean, that's so yeah. relevant to this too. <laughs> um. Although even
0: then you could postulate, you know, you're not really sure if it's you you or if it's like, someone, something controlling you or you just you know then then we get into free will and stuff, you know.
1: Oh yeah, and but yeah, but if it feels real,
0: maybe, maybe there's some weird futuristic humor in just like playing on a you know, playing on a little Xbox controller like controlling me right now you know, it's like the Sims high, high def.
1: What a, what a boring video game. You're just recording a podcast. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> it's all quick time that, events. Press that, that, A to make stupid point.
0: That reminds me of the other video you showed me. The, what was it? College humor? Or at, adult swim? Sorry. Where they're like controlling each other playing video games.
1: Oh, yeah. That one just goes deeper or, and deeper into Oh, different...
0: uh, That one's going in the link as well. That's oh, a, man. We're yeah, gonna have that's a lot actually a good links. one for simulation
1: theory. We're going to sure.
0: have a lot of links to watch in the extra bits today anyways um i mean i guess that's kind of origins and stuff um what 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 was you were mentioning the uh the simulation hypothesis that yeah although i will say
1: like uh i i I did want to bring up because i read some of these like sci-fi's had simulations whether the world is a simulation in, in its history um uh for example Simulacron 3 was a book in 1964 that led to this movie called The 13th Floor, which led to a certain famous movie called The Matrix. Um, those are all famous. I've, I've, I've heard of it. Are kind I've of tied heard of that out. one. Yeah. You know. he should yeah. watch it. It's pretty good. It's like
0: a small indie movie, right? <laughs> yeah.
1: um, and also, um, even the 60s seem to be big for this kind of stuff. Philip K. Dick is a famous sci fi author, but he wrote a book called We Can Remember It For You Wholesale. Which is what total recall is based on. So it's definitely been in the, you know, consciousness for a long time. But yeah. But I, yeah. I did get yeah. like
0: uh Isaac Asimov had a it's kinda of simulation theory ish, uh jokester short story that I read because the last time Asimov came up with a short story um on our podcast it ended up being fantastic. So I did read that one. This week, it was pretty good. Pretty nice.
1: Good. I don't think I ever read it.
0: Actually, like 10 pages. Go for it. The Jokester.
1: The Jokester. I'll look it up. But yeah, the uh, simulation hypothesis. So this this is the one thing where, like, speaking about simulation theory, it's kind of like, maybe we are, maybe we aren't in a simulation. That's interesting. But this author, scientist Nick Bostrom, put together a paper, and it's online. I've, I've gone through the paper, too. Um, He's actually a really interesting guy. He wrote a book called Superintelligence, which is more related to how AI can get out of control and it's it's a fantastic book I'd recommend.
0: Yeah, we mentioned it on our artificial intelligence one as well. Which by the way, I do feel this one's pretty much like a just an add-on to artificial intelligence it's, like this whole yeah. episode, but in yeah. in, a, in a way, but yeah.
1: But I was surprised that like the actual this hypothesis was so recent. And it and it originated from him. I thought it was older for some reason. Same. Um, but yeah, so his the gist of his argument is just that um I guess if you summarize it, if if someone assumes that humans aren't gonna be destroyed before we develop some kind of technology that can like simulate a world with humans in it, like you know, with some kind of consciousness in it, um then Technically, you could simulate a world that's simulating another world. So if you add up the numbers of potential simulations in the future, statistically, we're, the chances that we're in the original, the real universe, are super low. Like We're probab- probabilistically more likely to be in a simulation just because of how many simulations could exist if they're possible. So it, I mean, it hinges on whether it's possible or not, right? But do you think that's a clear explanation of it? Did I dump? Did I uh, kind of word salad it too much?
0: No, no, it's pretty good. I mean, yeah, I think that the gist of it is: hypothetically, if we get to a point where we decide to start making simulations, and we could make such vivid simulations, then in those future simulations, people might want to make simulations within the simulations, leading to theoretically an infinite amount of simulations um yeah which ends up meaning that it's a lot less likely that lot lot less likely that we're number one rather than like in potentially infinite number
1: yeah and it's uh, when i hear it that way i'm always i feel like it kind of like that makes sense it just depends on whether it's possible to simulate or not right
0: also, I'm no computer scientist, but I'm pretty sure, like, wouldn't that take, like, it'd be enough to make a simulation like this, but wouldn't it take even more intense, sim- like, uh, like computational energy to make a simulation within the simulation like that? I don't know.
1: Well, maybe your sim- your sims are, like, stupider, so they only have to, you know, make a half as smart of a simulation. He did actually, because one of the criticisms that comes up, is, like, just the limits of computing power in the universe. Yep. So there's limits on, like, how much energy there is, how much um, maximum computational speed, like, down to the quantum level. But skimming through his paper, he actually does... um, He breaks down into numbers, like... (laughs) how much computation speed like rough estimates for simulating minds and stuff which again i mean he's guessing on all this stuff but he actually does break down numbers and he he goes into like detail of like if you could take uh, you know uh, a star and break it down into energy and here's how much how many operations per second a computer running the size of a planet would be able to do yeah and there's
0: then... a, there's a, there's a theoretical thing called the matryoshka brain did you ever did you see that or uh,
1: no? Go and that, tell me a, more.
0: It's it's a theoretical future technology where they basically encapsulate a sun in a machine that feeds off of the sun's power, and they at least a video I watched uh, suggested that that would potentially be powerful enough provide enough power to to create such a simulation.
1: Yeah. Like that yeah. that was his conclusion, but yeah. I, I, I've i heard that's like <laughs> that name sounds familiar, but that's <laughs> cool. I never thought about it in this context, yeah. but it's, he, he said like, yeah, I also, what he mentioned is you don't necessarily for a simulation have to simulate everything. Like maybe, you know, we, we live in a universe we do. Right. But it, for our sake, like maybe the rest of the universe is not being simulated unless it's, it's we're looking at it with a telescope. And when we're not looking at it, it's just, you know, nothing. I mean, <laughs> so there's a lot of corners you can cut.
0: Yeah. Like, you know, I don't know for sure whether or not the, you know, the wh- whatever's behind me is being rendered. Right I can now. see it. You know, I see well, it. Yeah. But it's being rendered on your screen. <laughs> but like, really, I know there's nothing there, you know? Yeah.
1: Uh, I, I like that he brought it up, though, in his in his paper. He even talks about glitches. In his paper, he's like, you could potentially avoid anomalies by um, retrospectively editing them in people's brain states. Like, if you're in a simulation, maybe there's a rewind button. Like, if I spot a pixel that's out of order, and I'm like, what the hell's going on here? Maybe they just rewind the simulation, fix the pixel, and play it again. Like, for all I know, I don't, I don't know if I'm, yeah.
0: Sure. No.
1: It's, no way to know. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because um, some of the criticism—not criticism, but some of the conversation about simulation theory—talks about how it's it's similar to a religion. It's just like a different type of religion, and he says it too. He's like, technically, you know, whoever's created a simulation—if you're living in it—like they're all powerful. Um, they're monitoring everything. Uh, they have ability to edit what it is that you're doing. So it's kind of like living under a a god in a way. It's just like a a techno bro god.
0: Just some dude in the real life Silicon Valley tapping away <laughs> on his keyboard.
1: Yeah. In an interview I read with Bostrom, he actually said um he had a buddy who he proposed this like, you know, probabilistic argument to who was super atheist. And his buddy actually became agnostic because of this argument, because he was like, this is the best argument for God's existence he'd ever heard. <laughs> so, so this one, like, broke his brain. He was like, damn it. Maybe we are living under a giant, you know, all-seeing God. It's just that it's in a computer. Yeah. Which also made me, I don't know if you. someone mentioned how, do you, have you ever heard of the term Gnosticism?
0: Uh, no, can't say I have. I, I mean, I'm going to presume it means you're certain of a certain belief? No. Oh.
1: No, it's a specific type of religious ideas from, um, that present a distinction, be, distinction between like a supreme god and then like a lesser god, and the lesser god is controlling everything. So, Gnosticism is basically like thinking that some less perfect God is in control of everything, which is what some people call our idea of a simulation theory. Like, oh, if it's just humans controlling us, then it's kind of like not a real perfect God; it's just a regular rational person controlling us. So some as people a, call a, it
0: as as opposed to a a all powerful benevolent being. Yeah. Yeah, I've always had that thought. I mean, maybe not even specifically, like just like you know, maybe there maybe if there is God, you know, he's just kind of he's not the God we idolize. He's just a dude who like accidentally made a universe. He's like, man, I don't, uh, what have I done? Oops. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I think I was reading a bit about kind of Nick Ballstone I think um one kind of interesting thing was uh he did also say that there was um you would have to make five assumptions to to say that we would make uh, be able to make this uh world I guess or sim- or, or uh, simulation universe or actually sorry this was actually from the a uh, cursusgat video that I watched um, but basically it was uh first of all we have to we have to have the assumption that it is possible to simulate consciousness, assuming that we are programs. It's either that or we're kind of brains in a vat, kind of like how in The Matrix, um, it's just real humans connected to a simulation. Um, two, we have to assume that technological process will not stop anytime soon, so that we get enough computational power like, the, like through something like the Matryoshka brain or something else uh three we have to assume that advanced civilizations don't destroy themselves which uh isn't you know wouldn't say that's yeah could happen that, that that could happen that could happen you know um four uh we have to assume that super advanced civilizations want to run simulations i mean for all we know once we get to a certain point of i don't know Certain level of as a civilization, we might start thinking that ah, oh, that that's actually kind of dumb. Why would we ever want to do or that? Or maybe you know?
1: maybe we start thinking that it's it's mean, evil. To, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Um, and then five is if there are a lot of simulations, then you likely are in one. And that's that's kind of what we were talking about in terms of uh, initially, in terms of if there's an infinite amount of simulations, then you are likely in one w-
1: one criticism I heard was um, tied to Neil deGrasse Tyson because he originally agreed. He'd heard the simulation hypothesis and was like, well, numbers don't lie. And then um, he was on an interview with his friend Richard Gott, a professor of astrophysics. So what Gott said was the common trait in all of these hypothetical high-fidelity simulated universes is that they possess the ability to produce high-fidelity simulated universe. So since our world doesn't, that means that either we're in the real universe or we're at the end of a super-long chain of simulated universes. But that just means, like, it changes the probabilities a little bit because we're not right now in a world that could make one so yet yet (laughs) Yet. but it it could increase the likelihood that we're in the real meat world so that was one just a super meat boy neil degrasse tyson said that that made him he actually said this changes my life that's a quote in the article (laughs) because he was like oh good i don't have to believe this anymore Can you imagine being in like a excuse. public
0: interview and just being like, "Wow, I think my entire belief system has just changed." Um,
1: <laughs> yeah. There's also a criticism just about, you know, even if we just keep increasing um, computing power, there's um, there are limits to computation with non-dynamical, like chaos systems chaos theory we've talked about chaos theory before yeah yeah where at some point there's just certain systems that are so sensitive to initial conditions that they're very hard to simulate because they're so random and chaotic and some critics critics of simulation theory have just said you know we're not even sure that consciousness can be simulated per se
0: yeah
1: even with, like, massive computing power. It's just in the same way that, like, we can't extrapolate weather patterns going at forward, you know, a thousand years or something. It's certain systems are just too chaotic to even um, run in a computer correctly.
0: Or maybe they're testing them
1: right now. Or maybe we're hitting yeah, the reason know. we can't run them, chaos series, just because we're in the simulation. I don't
0: know. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just going to say that to every argument, but, like, but maybe...
1: Well, um. I actually, what a funny Reddit comment I read... A long time ago, and I saved it because I was I thought it'd be a good premise for a story <laughs> so I, I love like smart comments from dumb people or this is a dumb comment from smart I don't know but just the possibility or, both great. <laughs> that like quantum physics and general relativity the reason that, that they don't we aren't re- able to reconcile the two is that one is how the physics in our universe run, and one is the actual backbone of the simulation so they're not compatible <laughs> huh. I thought that was just a fun premise for like
0: that's why nothing
1: that's why we can't figure it out our, our creators well, have just set a limit on what we're allowed to know
0: and if and if we do know too much then uh, they'll just wipe our brains or well
1: that we'll was another <laughs> that was another point I had I listed under funny points uh, you ever read the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy
0: I did not, but I think I know what uh, what, uh, what you are going to say right now, because uh, <laughs> I, I came across that quote as well, but yeah, go it, for it, go for
1: it. He wrote, uh, it's, a, it's like a funny book, sci-fi book about just like, you know, the world and the universe, and he said, if anyone in the universe should actually work out the meaning of life and the universe, it would instantly disappear and be immediately replaced with something even more complex and inexplicable. <laughs> just a funny idea. Yeah, and then okay. another like a philosopher, Preston Green, said the same thing. He's like, maybe it's not. It's best not to find out if we're in a simulation because if it were found out to be true, maybe that would lead to you know the end of the simulation. Maybe that's the whole point of it. They run it until we figure it out, and then they reboot it.
0: So maybe it's dangerous that we're kind of talking about this stuff. If we if we hit on point, then it all fades to black, Cheetah.
1: Any second now, it could. St- any second.
0: Any, you
1: know, or if whoever is running this simulation, if like his mom is walking beside the computer and accidentally unplugs it, hits the cord with her foot, we're done.
0: Just spills some coffee on all over the.
1: Mom, my uh, universe.
0: God, that's you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> or could you know, in his paper, he actually. Um, Bostrom did. It was this wasn't in his paper. He's got a website with frequently asked questions. And one of the questions is, does it have to be humans running the simulation? He's like, no. For all we know, maybe the top simulation is being run by aliens. <laughs> you don't. You don't know what's running
0: <laughs> Or 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 butterflies.
1: <sighs> <laughs> Shit, that would have been a perfect end. Let's wrap it up here.
0: <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, I've, I've got like just a couple more. Fun points i guess elon musk is a firm believer in uh, simulation theory um doesn't the really surprise me he's a bit of a weird guy so i guess he, <laughs> he's you know. a bit of a weird guy he's, 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 he's got a couple screws it <laughs> C- could be a little bit tightened but you know um the matrix defense is a uh has been used is a form of the insanity defense and in, a few law cases.
1: Oh, damn, really?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean it's basically pleading insanity, but like, you know
1: But is he have... pleading it somebody's pleading insanity by saying we're in the matrix and then the judge is like, yeah, you're psycho. We're we're not gonna take that.
0: Oh oh yeah, no. It's it's not like, you know what, you thought you were in the matrix, I'm gonna let let it slide that you murdered this woman. It's more like, All right, you thought you were in the matrix. That's not an excuse to murder a woman so you're uh, you're, you're,
1: you're done you're <laughs> you're
0: done buddy you're, you're going to the um, I guess I just have a couple more kind of media I like you we've already touched on the matrix um, total recall another one another classic um, the Rick and Morty episode M night chamalians shame aliens
1: that one's really fun because 'Cause they end up in a simulation that doesn't have enough computing power. So it Exactly.
0: Keeps... <laughs> it's like yeah. a low
1: fidelity simulation.
0: Yeah. All 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 the uh, all the like AI characters are very, very basic.
1: And it keeps glitching, yeah. It's great. <laughs> uh
0: and also it's hard for me to say what episodes without spoiling them, but like there's a good couple of Black Mirror episodes that end up, you know, at some point like oh they're in a simulation or something Uh, For people who have not watched it I don't want to like spoil it But I mean overall a great show I think I'm still I still think the later seasons have some good episodes still Not as good as they used to be But still I mean specifically one episode in this season That's my personal favorite from the last season Was A simulation one So that will not go named But it was fantastic
1: Find it on your own
0: Find it on your own, and then or message um, us.
1: Send us an email, fans.
0: We don't have an email. So oh, we, <laughs> we gotta get on that. We'll, we'll, maybe, <laughs> we'll, well, maybe, maybe, maybe that's on my to-do list at some point. Um, but I guess, uh, yeah, I guess that simulation theory. Um, there was one additional bonus reason why I wanted to do simulation theory, and that was as a mild excuse to do a bonus episode um, about video games, which, which will be our next episode, which will come out along with this one. So, um, so enjoy listening to the next episode. We're going to be out, piecing out for simulation theory.
1: I hope you wake up from your dream and you get back to living as a butterfly.
0: I can't wait to sip my nectar and flap my wings into the sunset.